Hello and welcome to the update, an academic Senate recap from the BSS perspective, brought to you by your representatives and host, Alexis Aguilar and Carrie Ryer. Welcome to the 24th episode of our podcast, bringing you the update on Academic Senate. So the question we have for today's podcast is, out of the 1,207 students who transferred last year from Foothill, what percentage transferred to a CSU, California State University, UC, University of California, and private schools? What was the breakdown of those students? So the major topics discussed in our meeting were the Hayward Award for Excellence in Education, faculty prioritization, a presentation on supporting the LGBTQIA plus community at Foothill, a return to campus guiding principles for spring, a resolution on ensuring inclusive academic Senate meetings and events post-COVID, and two administrative policies, AP4225 on course repetitions and AP4130 on hiring committees. The first one is the Hayward Award for Excellence in Education. And this is an award that is given for outstanding performance in professional activities and a record of active participation on campus. The Senate voted to approve two nominations from Foothill. And we unanimously approve one part-time and one full-time faculty. And those are Ron Herman, the full-time, and Amy Scheiler, the part-time faculty. So we wish him the best. Hopefully, they will win the award of excellence in education. Academic Senate also talked about the faculty prioritization process. And Catherine gave us an update on that process. The committee met and ranked all 30 asks for full-time positions. And now we are awaiting an update on which of those asks have been selected by the president. So the next topic was a presentation by Dean Leticia Maldonado, a student Skyler and Clifton, a faculty from counseling, supporting LGBTQIA plus community. There was a presentation on mental health issues affecting this community. The student Skyler, who is a trans student, shared his experience as a student. In some cases, faculty would refuse to properly use pronouns that identify their gender identity. And in other cases, faculty seem to be trying too hard and making the students feel uncomfortable. Our ASFC president, Fatai, urged faculty to adopt the initiative to support LGBTQIA plus students, and she said that ASFC supports this initiative. Clifton gave a presentation on a survey of LGBTQIA plus students, not only from Foothill, but from across many campuses. And some of the main results were that 86% of LGBTQI students have been harassed or assaulted at school for their identity. They're twice as likely to experience mental health issues. 68% reported symptoms of generalized anxiety disorder. They're four times more likely to attempt suicide. At the end of the presentation, there were some suggestions on what to do at Foothill. One is to continue to support safe LGBTQI plus representation, such as Heritage Month events and other events throughout the year secure policies that protect LGBTQI individuals. 
and comply with Title IX. In addition to that, professional development for not only faculty, but all the campus community to become more aware of the needs of the LGBTQIA plus community. Another major topic discussed at the meeting was the return to campus and guiding principles for the spring. Kurt gave an update on spring scheduling, opposing the argument for more in-person and hybrid offerings, and noted that the president is aiming for 80 to 85% of courses in person, uh, similar to 2019. And Fatai, during this conversation, also mentioned bringing back open student hour, possibly engaging in our history of scheduling blocks in order to bring about more support for students that are returning to in-person instruction in the spring. I think open student hour has been on Wednesdays from 12 to 1, if I'm yep. not mistaken. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, historically, the college used to schedule in a way that left that hour open so that students could do their club work and build community. And a lot of the monthly events would occur during that hour so more people could participate. Um, I've even heard of a lot of faculty and staff that used to come together and do great things during that hour. Right. So I guess the point behind this is having that space to build community. Students will be more encouraged to come back. They will feel better about coming back to campus if there are other activities besides, you know, a few classes to come back for. Yeah, right now the campus kind of feels like a ghost town. At least that's been my experience when I've been back on campus. It really feels like it's only our class that's around, if not maybe one other. So a lot of, you know, things that sort of draw us to campus are are not there at the moment. It'd be great if we brought those back. That's for sure. So we had the first formal read of a draft resolution on ensuring inclusive academic Senate meetings and events post-COVID. The resolution asks that all academic Senate meetings be hybrid, meaning they offer both face-to-face and remote attendance options, or fully remote when allowed and desired. And the reason for that is that we have noticed increased attendance and participation by having the remote meetings available. And we are getting better slowly but surely at the technology to allow that participation. So uh, we're hoping that we can pass this resolution on ensuring that we can continue to do that. Yep. We also very lightly discussed AP 4225 on course repetitions. There are some updates to Title V regarding course repetitions and this administrative policy. Academic Senate has formed a group to review it to ensure that we are in compliance with the law. Currently, our policy allows for no more than three attempts, so one first attempt at a class plus two potential repetitions. And it's my understanding that these changes wouldn't alter that, but do have to do with course repetition, both in regard to removing past grades or replacing past grades and taking courses continually for credit. And we also talked about Administrative Policy AP4130, which is on hiring committees. So these administrative policies, because they are part of 10 plus 1, are ones that we need to approve as Academic Senate. 
the administrative policy on hiring committees has some changes to the current policy recommended by the District Diversity and Equity Advisory Committee. Most of these changes are recommended by them. One is to include students in the hiring committee, which currently they're not included in hiring committees. Also, if we have part-time faculty who work for our district and are applying for the position and they meet the minimum qualifications, at least two of them need to be offered an interview opportunity. A working group has been formed to review this administrative policy and bring it back to the Senate for a vote. We have some ongoing vacancies. Faculty are needed. We need an appointee to the Professional Development Committee. We also need an appointee to the Search Committee for the Interim AVPI. And we still need additional outside program review readers. So if you are interested in stepping up and leaning in, please let us know. DSS, we need your input on the following. How has your return to campus experience been so far? If you haven't returned, do you want to? Why or why not? We have been talking in Senate about return to campus. How do you feel about that process? Uh, are you personally wanting or willing or able to return to campus? And if so, how would you like to do that? So are you ready for the answer to our question? Of our 1,207 transfers last year, 45% went to a CSU, 37% transferred to a UC, and 18 went to a private school. So we do have some special transfer agreements with six UCs, CSUs for the ADTs, and we have a couple of special programs for UCLA regarding honor students and USF for humanities Mellon scholars. So these students get guaranteed admission or priority consideration, which I'm sure helps our transfer numbers. Right. So we really should promote both the honors program and the Mellon Scholars because that really helps students move on to the next step in their lives, transferring to these wonderful institutions. Yep. Please let us know what your thoughts are by taking our polls via email or on the BSS Canvas shell through our discussion forum, Senate Matters. And also remember, we do still have the Vox Pop and the Verbum Pop, where you can either record a message or write a message that we may then use in our podcast. Senate Matters, because we discuss matters of the Senate and what well, we discuss Okay, we will meet next on 12.6 from 2 to 4 p.m. If you would like to attend any or all of the meetings, you will find the Zoom link on the Academic Senate's Foothill page at foothill.edu slash Senate. Representing you in solidarity. Solidarity. I'm Carrie. And I'm Alexis. Have a great day. Have a great day. Yay. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.